Welcome in to Family Devotions with Religionless Christianity. We are so grateful that you are here and we're happy that you're joining us as we continue our walk through the book of Genesis, today discussing Genesis chapter 4. When we get to Genesis 4, we see the first birth in human history, the first two really with the birth of Cain and Abel. And there are many spiritual lessons we can take from both Cain and Abel, and some even given to us by our New Testament writers. The writer of Hebrews teaches us that the reason Abel's sacrifice was more acceptable to God was because it was made in faith, and that's Hebrews chapter 11 verse 4. The apostle John teaches us in 1 John chapter 3 verse 12 that Cain was of the evil one and Abel was righteous. And there are many lessons we can learn from Cain and Abel, lessons we must learn, but today, instead, let's learn from Eve. And I spoke about this on our short devotional on Wednesday, and it's really struck me and stuck with me this week, so I wanted to expound on it more here. This comes from Matthew Henry's commentary on Genesis chapter 4, verse 1. Matthew Henry writes, When Cain was born... Eve said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Perhaps she thought that this was the promised seed. If so, she was woefully disappointed. Abel signifies vanity. When she thought she had the promised seed in Cain, whose name signifies possession, she was so taken up with him that another son was as vanity to her. And we don't often take away positive lessons from Eve. Not much is really spoken of about her. She's only referenced by name twice outside of the book of Genesis. Once in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, where it's just mentioned that Adam was formed first. And again in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, where we are reminded that she was deceived by the serpent. So she is not often pointed to as one we should model our faith after, But consider what Matthew Henry points out. Consider Eve's faith here. Matthew Henry says that, By the choice in naming Cain and Abel, we can glean that Eve was so blessed by God's gift to her of a son, that to even be given another son seemed like vanity. Uh, Eerdman's Dictionary of the Bible says the word vanity is its meaning can range from nothingness or emptiness to useless or futile. But the more contemporary meaning, and what I think Matthew Henry is pointing to, is the definition of vanity that means inflated pride in oneself. So in a sense, Eve was so blessed, so blown away by God's kindness, that for him to give her any more seemed like a pride-inducing event. Like the thought that God is being too good, giving too much that you know you don't deserve it. So my question really is, have you ever stopped to consider your life and the blessings you have received and thought, anything more than this that God gives me is vanity? That God has done so much for you in your life, blessed you in so many ways, that if he were to stop now, You could and would still sing his praises until your last breath. You know, you are a sinner, just like Eve. You're deserving of death and separation from God, just like Eve. And yet, just like Eve, 
God has chosen to pour his blessings out on you, to lavish you with loving kindness. And that is, even if you haven't placed your faith in Christ. If you have, then not only has he blessed you and loved you, he has promised you eternal life in his presence. So, while you are receiving the blessings in your life, like Eve did, are you clear-minded enough to worship God for them, like Eve? If not, today would be a good day to start. Yeah, God was merciful right from the beginning. God knows all things in the future, and he therefore knew man would sin and death would be a result of sin. Still, God determined to create mankind and show his mercy on us. As I was reading Genesis 4 and seeing God gave them another son after Cain killed Abel, and she named him Seth, Eve said, God has appointed for me another offspring instead of Abel because Cain killed him. My commentary says that Seth means appointed, which expresses Eve's faith that God would continue the covenant family in spite of death. So Eve was likely very much without hope after Cain killed Abel and Cain left. God's promises are true, even when things don't seem like they're going in the direction of his promises. We may think we know how things will work um, if they are God's will, but he really does do things in a way that tests our faith in him. And I'll end today with a prayer from our Scottish Psalter of 1595, praying from Psalm chapter 21. Eternal God, the only author of all good things, since it hath pleased thee to receive us into the communion of thy well-beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, suffer us not in any wise to be overcome of our enemies, but grant that his kingdom be established in the midst of us. We may triumphantly sing and magnify his praises both now and evermore. Amen. Amen.